The Big Small Business Show is proudly brought to you by Saika. Choose a difference maker, choose a chartered accountant. The following show is proudly brought to you by MTN Business. It's go time. Everywhere you go, MTN. Welcome to the Big Small Business Show, the show for all our fantastic entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs who stand up again and again after they've uh, tripped and fallen down. And of course, COVID uh, caused many an entrepreneur to fall down. But uh, my guest in studio today is Lerato Motlala from Letaletu International Freight. And she offers import, export, custom clearance, and special cargo services. She was the one who stood up again. Let's have a look. Litaletu International Freight is a company that specializes in freight forwarding, special cargo, customs clearing, administrating imports and exports. Founder of the company, Lerato Mohlala, explains what ignited her passion for the industry and prompted her to start her own business. I fell in love with freight. It's too complex. There are so many nitty-gritties there, here and there, and it needs you to be very focused. And I, I love a challenge. So I tell you, I'm still learning something new every day. With every client, something new comes up, and it's a challenge. So this is why I started it, started my own thing. The company has been in operation since the year 2017, with an annual turnover of 900,000 rand. And Lerato currently has no employees as she's had to retrench her staff due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Because the business is a freight and cargo company, the pandemic has posed the biggest challenge to Letaletu International Freight. So with shipping companies, the prices have went up and now it's, it's, it's difficult to get a, a competitive rate. It just makes things difficult. It's now there's so much friction now. It's not as smooth as things were. And when you have to explain to a client why things are delaying, it becomes it becomes a problem. You come off as unprofessional, and you can't always blame COVID for 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 the mishaps and the delays. Merata would like assistance in the area of marketing and networking opportunities to grow and establish credibility for the business. You know what we would require, I believe that when you have more exposure, when you have more exposure and your company is put out there, it's easier for people to trust you. It's easier also to get business, you understand? And when you get business, then everything else falls in place. I am able to get my employees back. I am able to get the office space back. You are able to, so everything just falls into place as soon as you get that marketing out there and you are just, your business is out there and it's seen and it's known that it is legit. Welcome, Lerato, and well, well done for wanting to stand up again. Yeah, I mean, thank you for having me on the show. And this is basically what you, when you go into a business, you expect that every time you go down, you have to somehow um, find a way to come back up again. Let's start off uh, with somebody who doesn't know what you, your company means. Letter, letter, what does that mean? 
So it's basically I shortened my kids' names. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So so let's go into how you got your work before before uh, COVID. How were you getting your clients before? So before I rely mostly on word of mouth. Mm -hmm. uh, most of my clients refer me to other people. I also do your social media posts. I had Facebook, my Instagram, and Twitter, all those social media. And also I used to, whenever we used to do cold calling, so you just go online, search for companies that might be importing. Obviously I would look at um, the industries that I work with the most. So it will be uh, the automotives, medical supplies and stuff like that. And I would just call those companies and find out if they have the, if they're importing and if they're importing, do they have a dedicated customs clearing agent or a shipping agent and then just offer my services there. So this is basically how we used to do things. Uh, and, and, and are you still doing that? Are you doing that again? Are you cold calling <laughs> again? Cold calling is quite difficult because uh, no one wants, uh, everyone hates cold calling, yeah. to be honest. And as soon as you call and they tell you that they're not importing at the moment, and everyone will just be referring to COVID, that ever since the pandemic started, they not, um, their business is not as fast as it was before. They're basically not where they were at the space that they were before the COVID-19. So everyone is just starting over again. So cold calling is not nice. It's not nice. And, no. and uh, let me ask you a horrible question. Is not making money nicer? <laughs> which no. Is, which is nicer, cold calling or not making money? Well. <laughs> <laughs> Another answer to that question. <laughs> so just coming back to the mar marketing side. Yes. You, you know, if you think about Instagram, I don't think of Instagram as, a, as if I was thinking about freight forwarding. Yeah. Uh, uh, as a place I would, you know, yes. go to. Uh, so why have you chosen Instagram as one of your platforms? Now you need to understand Instagram has a lot of online shops. Uh -huh. So a lot of people buy from Instagram. You find the small companies ah. would be say, yeah, who are importing, selling their own um, brands and stuff. So they also want to ship. So you, mark, you target those as well. So the Instagram was mainly to target those small um business special people as well who wanted to enter into the space of, of selling and importing stuff. And if you looked at your previous clients, were they predominantly small importers or large importers? They were, it's a bit of both. Mm -hmm. um, you had small startups mm -hmm. and mostly they had um, contracts that needed, uh, they had the stuff they needed to import. And um, when you have those large companies, it would only be just a once-off. Maybe uh, they had a problem where hiccup with their own, and then you just come in, and it's also a once-off. You understand? Because we obviously don't do things the way that they do with their contracted uh, clearing company. They want your account system, and we don't work on accounts because we are still very small. When you bring in something that costs half a million, how are we going to pay for that? <laughs> so last quick question, 30 seconds, please, to answer that. Okay. Is that if in terms of your, what's unique about what you offer, um, is there anything unique in terms of what uh, uh, Litaletu offers relative to a large uh, freight forwarder? 
in in what what i would say is that we are it's a more personal experience we also teach you in the process as to because it's more i deal with first timers so they do not understand the process and how it works so with us not only are we targeting the people who are bringing stuff in we're also teaching them so that they make better decisions next time that they are importing all right now it's time for me to do some of the the talking so <laughs> All right, so I'm, I think I'm going to attack this on, on two angles. The first is around this cold calling story. Yes. And, you know, I've been doing this for long enough, and I've got my own sales team um, at RaceCorp who gives me the same story yet every year. Um, if I look at the percentage of our revenue that comes from cold calling, it's still a huge amount. And when you say cold calling, it's not just taking the yellow pages and calling a number. It's about doing research first and then, yeah. uh, you know, and then making a call to an individual. So I'm still very old fashioned in terms of making uh, th those calls. Mm -hmm. And you're still going to have a ratio of uh, the, the fact that of 20 that you actually get through to, you're going to only get one appointment. Yes. So the, the mindset there is not to sell your, your, your product. The mindset is slightly different. It's to sell the meeting. Because okay. you, in your, hear what I'm saying. It's not to sell Litoletu. It's to sell Lerato coming for a meeting. Yes. Okay, I need, let me sit in front of you. That's what you're selling. Because once I sit in front of you, and, and COVID, now a lot of the companies are, are, are starting to come back yes. to the office. And so it's a little bit easier than it was, let's say, six months ago. And so to, if they're in front of you, then you can engage the, the opportunity for better and it's far easier to sell when you're in front. Yeah. So you're not selling the, pro the, the product, you're selling the meeting. So that's number one. Okay. The, uh, related to that, your, your day, if you think about your day in terms of trying to start up again, I would go through the pain, the hell of I'm not interested, I'm not interested, I'm not interested, which by the way, I did go through, and many entrepreneurs that I support also go through. Yes. You have to go through that again. You just, if you're going to stand up again, like in my intro, you've got to pick up the phone again and you have to go there. Whenever I hear people talking about the marketing side, which I'll come to now, I see that as a rock to hide under, that they want to hide under their rock of marketing because it's much nicer when people phone me than when I get rejected. So there's a fear yeah. of rejection, which you need to somehow overcome you have to overcome that and I even if you put the a picture of your two kids there in front of you as you're calling and say i'm doing this is what i'm doing it for i'm taking that rejection for you whatever it takes you've got to pick up that phone and ma make the calls yeah. and this goes out to any entrepreneur out there whenever you hide behind the rock of marketing only for me it means that there is a fear of rejection and you have to deal with that the the last point is around and you gave me this idea here if you want your USP, your unique selling proposition against the big guys, you need to be, I'm there for the first time, first time importers. Okay, that's your angle. Yes. You, 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 you spoke about Instagram. I mean, that was something I didn't even think about. So that is your, so that's who you market. So you're going for first time importers or early, you know, not, maybe not first time importers. Yeah. Maybe you go for early, early in the journey importers. So yes. you phone up and say, I specialize in people who have just started the importing journey. I will hold your hand till you get big. 
but I know what you're going through and I'll hold your hand through here. So that, I hate the term personal service because it keeps you small, but that implies that I know your journey, I know this part of the journey, yeah. right? I know your fears, I know where you can possibly get uh, screwed over by someone overseas. Yeah. So I'm gonna help you through that journey so that you aren't taken for a ride and I will hold you there. And that becomes your unique selling point. And so when you're now coming back to picking up the phone and your research, you're only phoning the people who you see have just started. And then you do your research as to these businesses have just started. You look at the entrepreneurial magazines, you see all the startup people and you start focusing on the startup people who are importing or exporting. And that's so, now we've got your USP, we've got your target market, I've got you to phone again, and now your marketing is all about, I'm here for that startup journey. And that, uh, Lorato, is uh, my personal service to you. <laughs> we'll be right back straight after this. Everywhere you go, MTN.